0: Let's get it done. Freaky Friday here at Cork. Stats powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market, the daily app where we make money. kind of a cool idea, I guess, if you're into that kind of thing. Download the app. It's free. Use the promo code M. MN for Mayo Media Net. They're going to match the first hundred bucks for free. And if it's free, it's for me. And we're going to do you one better. Today is so extra special. And it's a function of the reaction, the interaction, and the response we've gotten from you, the Cork Stats crew over this show. Thank you so, so much. And I'm going to do it all and give it right back please rate review and subscribe to the audio pod make sure you subscribe to the channel here and keep a very close eye on it because we got something Extra special tonight. We're gonna bring back the OG version of cork stats, the lightning fast game by game lineup, luck breakdown we've all been waiting for. You know, that's really how I kind of cut my teeth in this industry doing these very condensed advanced statistical breakdowns. You get little sniffs of it here. We're gonna do every single game right here on YouTube, Mayo Media Net, and also on Twitter at MOB Moving Averages. Check it out there. But if you want to win the contest, you know me, man. I'm just more about giving than getting. It's always the reason for the season around here at the Legaza crib, man. That's just how I roll, man. Maybe it's because I was so bad when I was younger. I'm trying to make it up. Whoever guesses closest to the, or gets it correct I guess, the total amount of runs on tonight's full slate, I'm going to go into the MLB shop, whatever I'm going to buy you, whatever team hat that you want, brand new fitted MLB team hat, but please keep it regular, don't pick the Spike Lee special edition $65 one, standard team hat, but anyone that you like, I'm not going to force you to wear my Yankee gear, you know, you send me the address and everything, the size, I'm going to get you hooked up, just get up in the YouTube comments, you got to be subscribed to the channel, you got to like the video, and then just leave the number and we'll get back to you man that's how we're going to do it and if this keeps up maybe i'll do it every single week i just love to give 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 what we do doing here is giving that it's translating into some money i know the betting side has been pretty rough although hey man our straight betters again the parlay failed but two out of three is pretty good actually i think it was a push so even that yesterday you know It's been good. The parlays have been just really rough. There's always been one miss, and again, I kind of stepped on one of my own rakes chasing really bad offenses. There's some offenses that are bad and hitting poorly that we shouldn't look for anything from. We didn't get a little force at Twins game. The bases loaded were multiple times, but that's such a scoring, you know, the total life. That's what that is. Maybe one day if I hit it back, I get that tattooed across my big fat belly like Tupac. Total life, yo. All right, let's get into the three pillars of profits. and It's daily, DFS, and jock market. We're going to get your team stacks, all that. stuff that over to fantasy we're going to go through the entire board what to expect this weekend and what to look out for for nfbc or multiple weekly you know setting people out there in formats where there's bi-weekly lineup settings let's say we'll go through the whole thing and then on to the parlay but remember six o'clock sharp it's already set you could set the reminder on youtube right now thanks to maddie best back there, dude, without some of the production men and women back there, there would be none of this it would just literally be me yelling at my screen, so I'm looking forward to it, it's going to be awesome whatever we get to do here is the foundation we're going to build off it later on but you gotta support it, you gotta get involved, get up in the comment sections and stuff and hopefully we can keep it going every Friday night there's a bit of a void for programming Friday nights through the baseball season we know it's a full slate, everyone's home from a week of work kind of tired, could be a lot of fun, and the last few minutes we're going to do a on-screen jock market tutorial i'm going to show you a bit more of the advanced stuff they've been doing a great job providing the desktop um, app and function there that i've really enjoyed that interface is excellent really fast and it provides a little bit of an edge but I'm going to show you a bit more about some of the i want to address some of the questions that I've gotten directly from people I understand it's a totally new game and it, part of it is about being sharp so you really want to be efficient in your moves we're going to cover all of that the last few minutes I have screen sharing ability it's going to be awesome you know the whole thing let's dive up into the stack report and do the thing that we came to do first up it's the Colorado Rocks against Aaron Sanchez I cannot believe this guy is still in the major leagues but but while it's going on, let's try and crack that melon wide open. 716 ERA 170 WIP, a 956 OPS year to date. Let me just talk on that just really quick. I like to use OPS as part of my surface, right? People often quote ERA and WIP. Now, while those are okay, oftentimes we know they're not linked. We also know ERA is kind of stupid, right? So, aside that, any two points make a straight line, so it's not really validated. OPS, because I find it extremely valuable, right? Bases at a premium, on-base at a premium, all are a function of spending pitches as well, really matters. And that third point may further validate or invalidate the line or maybe perhaps show you that the bad whip is more in line with a bad OPS and a good ERA and things like that so I like to add OPS into it 956 OPS is so bad you're gonna end up on a midnight bus to Tuscaloosa in general righties remember here at the stack report it's not just crossing lefty righties righty lefties that's not always the case in particular with a new ball and pitchers complaining about the break on certain pitches that's really what this come down to pitchers trying to attack certain handed hitters either not getting the break they're looking for getting too much break compensating or overcompensating and being punished Excuse me. So to that point, Aaron Sanchez is just getting destroyed. Righties have a twelve hundred OPS against him. year to date, I had to double check that, but it is true. Four of the home runs from righties. So we're looking at Big King Cron, C.J. Cron. Got to be near the top of the board. Gonna have some stars next to him on the sheet for the home run play. We're gonna be looking to pay up for him probably as as far up as we go. For me, it's like that six fifty kind of seven dollar setting. I had that set. Um, yesterday for Soto it did not pan out but Josh Bell and a couple other guys that we highlighted were profitable I don't know if I ended up in the black but again it's just funny I wasn't good but ended up really right there and I'm back near my all-time high after this week running off major profits that's really what this game's all about Jock Market allows you the ability to play near even and then take advantage of big wins here's today's feather in a cap really quick this is a good one something that kind of goes beyond just you know betting and stuff into risk ventures in general trading and the like really so in theory right there are four possible outcomes right wins and losses but then each of those could be a big win or a big loss right four so big win small win small loss big loss eliminate the last one the big loss just eliminate that, and you, because that's in your control, whether or not you want to admit it or not. Very rarely do we end up on regimented losing streaks that destroy us. I'd have to lose for quite literally like months and months without any wins to go to business. I mean, that's the whole point of r- risk um, management there, why it's so important. But, eliminate the big losses and you'll find that ability to stay near it and then because you've kept big wins in there right we don't just bank on big winning every day but they will come so if you eliminate the big losses and stay in the game when the big wins come you'll eventually find yourself flat plateaued and then up and step and you'll kind of make these staircases up but really just an idea of what my profit sheet ends up looking like let's get back into the stacks second one but again today uh, we're just check me back remember 6 p.m YouTube here, Mail Media Net. We're giving away free new era ball cap whoever can guess the total amount of runs on the slate. There's one game that's not on the slate. The people at Jock Market, really cool. They gave us a 7.05 open. So the first game we're not going to cover at all. I think it's Cincinnati. Whatever, we'll deal with that another time, another day. Maybe San Francisco, I think. Yeah, San Francisco's involved because Rodone is not on our slate. So six o'clock, we'll be gearing up, up to 6.55, covering everything DFS fantasy, embedding, prop bets. We're going to be doing the absolutely whole thing. If you've never Joined me for the game by game cork stats. I really, I really gotta suggest It's so much fun. It's, it's like nothing else anywhere. It's baseball covered like football. All right, next up, it's the Boston righties against Baltimore and Kyle. Bradish, he's really, you know, he's another reverse split guy. He's been devastating as a righty against lefties. Sub 450 OPS to lefties on the year, 1100 OPS to righties, and all six home runs. The fastball and the curve have a 715 minimum x log with a 16% maximum width. That's not any good. Give me JD. Give me Xander and Kike Hernandez. Last up, Houston, righties against the gun show. Chris Flexen, 46% fly ball on the year, 47% hard hit on the year, 16% barrel on the year. Equals. Brrr almost two home runs per nine 900 OPS on the year to righties the fastball again there's that 715 x-log curve and a change having 1000 x lug Hachi Machi Liberace give me Altuve give me Siri and give me Gurriel today those is gonna beat up or something nasty on Chris Flexen. I think today let's get up into the fantasy end this is like the whirlwind Tasmanian devil style you know we only get Five, six, seven minutes to cover fantasy. And I really want it to be impactful. I know people are setting lineups. Let's try and get some impactful stuff out there in order. It's the Diamondbacks. They're home versus the Dodgers. They face one lefty in Tyler Anderson. So maybe Paven sit uh Smith sits once. The rest of the matchups are not that bad. So I think you're going to go with all your Diamondbacks. The Atlanta Braves. Versus Miami. They face one lefty, Trevor Rogers, who struggled after that, is Sandy, who's been very good. Then Eliezer Hernandez, who's been very bad. I think you're going to stomach your Braves there to get at Eliezer Hernandez and perhaps the Trevor Rogers that's been bad, and then into that the center part of that Miami bullpen. Baltimore Orioles are at Boston, but it's four games, right? That's part of what we're doing here, trying to highlight these things. They're at Boston for four. It's all righties, but they are facing Whitlock the and Pavetta could be some tough sledding, but, you know, if you're chasing volume, which most of us are, and the opportunities, you know, the Boston bullpen also has a center, meaty part to the center that is not necessarily so great that sometimes has Whitlock in it, right? So if he's going to start, that's where Baltimore would have to eat. Flip side of that same series is... Boston against Baltimore for four. They face one lefty lefty that would be Zimmerman, and it's all Sox or go. My boy Bobby Dalback, who was playing like the last time we were doing this last week, is just not playing. It's actually Frenchie Cordero looking pretty good, and I think you could queue him up because he's going to get three games regardless. Next up, it's the Cubs only play two times. Keep an eye on your Cubs. They only play twice against the White against. The White Sox, they're going to be facing Johnny Cueto and Dylan Cease. That's going to be really, really tough. I'm not sure you're trying to start any Cubs at all. Flip side of that same series is the White Sox against the Cubs. It's a bit softer there. They've got Keegan and Wade Miley. We know the White Sox beat up on lefties. But, man, it's really tough to take a plate appearance ding on the weekends when everyone else is set to max, right? It's a little more palatable to lose a game Monday through Thursday, where other people are missing games is just inevitable. You can't fill every single slot. That's just not how the game is played. But on the weekend, it is. I mean, most people get like 95-plus percent of all at-bats expected at-bats, I should say, on the weekend. So, got to be careful with the Chicago teams, both of them. Next up, it's the Reds versus San Fran, as I well was mentioning before. But it's Radon, Wood, and Cobb. I put the note... Oof! Going to be tough sledding for those Reds. The Guardians are at Detroit. No lefties. It's Fado, Erod, and Brisky. Got to get with Cleveland. I know Jimenez has been sitting and struggling, but this is his weekend. He's got to hit. He's playing against righties only. All three righties. You can start Jimenez, but it might be the last time. Colorado Rockies are at the Nats, facing Sanchez, Adon, and Josiah Gray. I like Gray, but you got to queue up all the Rockies. In particular, you're looking at Daza and Grichuk. If those guys are kind of on your secondary you know lineup lists let's say in deeper drafted holds or something like that you got to get those guys in your lineup next up it's the Detroit Tigers versus Cleveland versus Bieber, Tristan and it will be tough sledding for the Tigers. They've been trash in general. I was talking about this on the Athletic Pod. There are some teams that haven't made the adjustment. That could be a hitting coach thing. Now, again, not just I don't just mean just hitting coach. I mean an organizational approach to hitting. Right? A, a hitting coach is tr- probably like 25 guys plus our R&D department, or it should be. And that's why I worry about some of these pro teams. Maybe they're not on the forefront. Hello, I'm out there. If you want some help in the offensive department, Tigers, I bet yeah i give him a shot in the arm all right next up it's the astros are going to seattle they face one lefty marco gonzalez but it's Flexen, gilbert and marco the thing i had circled here with lunch is chas mccormick and jose serio just like alternating days there really doesn't even seem to be a rhyme or a reason there's really no split there casey royals are at minnesota have ober archer and gray oof but it's the same daily lineup so if you're stuck for pas you go with your royals angels versus toronto manoa kikuchi and barrios that's one lefty in kikuchi also oof Oof, that's a tough sledding right there. You're probably starting most of your Angels. The lineup note there is that Walsh, who was playing against lefties, is not playing against lefties anymore. He sat against the last three. He's not very good, I think, for two or three. You would generally want them, but not when it's a good Berrios that we saw last time and Manoa. I, I don't mind sitting studs. I really do. I say, especially in deeper leagues where I have options. If I have options on teams that I want like bad Rockies, I would start bad Rockies over good angels this week. That's just me. desire I Rock. You know, that's how, I, how I do it. I generally like to attack bad pitching. Next up is the Dodgers going to the desert. They're at Arizona. One lefty in Bumgarner. Merrill Kelly and Zach Davies queue up those Dodgers. E- Rios has played each of the last five games, they've all been righties. So he's probably playing at least two of three this week. And again, if he's on that bubble, you can queue him up. Miami's at Atlanta. They face two lefties in Tucker Davidson and Max Fried. I think Davidson will be better this time around. Ian Anderson in the middle. They have a very set lineup, though. Jazz has been out the last two games, and Wendell is hurt. That's part of the reason for the regularity. Going to be tough sledding, I think, for the Marlins as well. Brewers are at St. Louis, facing one lefty in Libertor, sandwiched between Dakota Hudson and Miles Michaelis, Mikolas, I think it is, Michaelis. I keep getting confused. Well, it, that is what it is. Rowdy Tellez and Omar Nevarez have been sitting against lefties, so they might sit in that middle one, though Libertor has, was not great the first time. You may see them pinch hitting, so I think they're viable. The big lineup the, there is Tyrone Taylor is viable. He's now a, you know, a locked starter. You gotta, if you drafted him like I did in drafting olds, I haven't reaped any of the goodness yet, but now going forward, he's your man. Minnesota Twins, Against K C facing no lefty, so it's Keller, Singer, and Granky. I think Singer is gonna be really tough on Minnesota, but they've been slumping, man. I was chasing that offense when Buxton is not any good. That offense stinks. Right now, Miranda, who it was looking like he was starting to turn around, is just his spotting Playing time is too spotty. Excuse me. So I'm sitting Jose Miranda this week where I can. Celestino is playing six of his last seven. Keep an eye on him. You got to be at him in deeper leagues playing every day. The Mets are versus Philly, facing one lefty. That's Bailey Falter. Not sure what we'll see from him, but they do have Eflin's been good and Wheeler. The notes there, Smith and JDD. That playing time is just entirely too spotty to back those guys. The Yankees are at Tampa, facing two lefties, Spring and Sugar Shane Mack, with Kluber sandwiched in between. I mean, you're playing all your Yankees, even though it's going to be tough. You got to sit gallo against the two lefties Oakland versus Texas, facing one lefty in Taylor Hearn, right um, in the middle of John Gray and Dane Dunning. So Kemp, Seth Brown, and Barrera have all been sitting about half of lefty. So they'll be playing, and I, they're probably viable this week weekend especially Brown gets a premium lineup spot because they're so bad but that is something you want to keep an eye on I did like Barrera I may be pulling back my recommendations or just roster ship in general on Barrera if he's going to continue to sit I was hoping he'd be playing every day because again they stink Phillies are at the Mets facing no lefties Carrasco Walker and Bassett which means you got to start Odubel Herrera and hopefully you're not starting Bryson Stott but if you're choosing over an injury guy right he's going to play which means something right Pittsburgh's at San Diego facing two lefties Minaya Musgrove and Gore sit all your pirates the Padres versus Pittsburgh one lefty that's Quintana sandwiched in between Brubaker and Rowan's and Contreras Pittsburgh's starting to come on and bookends are out gonna be very good watch out for the Padres office Griffin is sitting against most lefties I have Voight has played four of the last five but I think I had a bunch of lefties in there as well Seattle against Houston facing no lefties Verlander or Curie and Garcia Mariner struggling on offense that will continue this weekend the Giants are in Cincinnati which is generally a pretty good thing and it probably will be for them this is the kind of thing like you want to get with your Giants over the Angels facing Ashcroft Vladgut and Molly Who I like, but he stinks at home, man. So it's Listella and Jock, if you got those guys. All your Giants in the lineup this weekend. The Cardinals versus Milwaukee. No lefties. Woodruff, Hauser, and Burns. Woof. The big lineup, though, there is Bader is playing every day without Carlson. He looks really, really good. Tampa Bay Rays are in the Bronx at New York, facing no lefties tie on Cole and Severino going to be a rough go for the Rays as well though you figure Kiermaier and Choi will play but I put ugh because yeah I mean if I'm not starting Choi where I I don't have to you know I'd rather have almost anybody that's going to be really tough on him and then you know if the Yankees bring in the lefty he'll probably get sad so be careful not just with number of plate appearances but the quality Okay, let's get around third score. This one, Texas is at Oakland. Two lefties, Irving, Logue, and and Caprillion. So you're sitting Nate Lowe and you're sitting Brad Miller. They have not played against lefties, so you can't get that. You don't want them waiting until Sunday to get in their bat. Toronto's at the Angels. They face one lefty. They have Silseth. Lorenzen and then Sandoval at the end. Taranzo has struggled on offense. They look at this starting to come alive, but they're going to have a tough go. Those three are very tough. The Angels are good. You know, they'd be worried about pitching health. They've gotten it. I never had heard of Silsith. You know, shame on me. And he's really good. So filling in viable starters. Lorenzen's been really good. How long does he last? Another story. But right now, they're good. Last but not least, Washington Nationals home against Colorado and two lefties, Gomber, Cool, and Freeland. So it's Kyber and Yadiel that have each sat two of the last three versus lefties it's lane thomas playing every day yadiel hernandez probably a sit for me this weekend kybert reese i doubt you have the option let's get into the betting board before we get out of here real quick but again remember no worries today 6 p.m sharp we're going to launch the live stream on twitter we're going to launch the live stream on mail media net here on youtube All you gotta do, press the like button, pretty easy, guess the total number of runs, price is right, rules are in effect, and the winner gets a brand new fitted, with the brand new Yankee on who, but me, come on baby, let's do it, you know, like I said, I don't even i don't care about my money like that oh it's weird i got my teeth sunk into a goal you know i really want this to be the best And in the interaction we've gotten with people now kind of learning this new style of understanding with ball flight and expected stats how to use them and not misuse them has been great all right let's dive into the board this one should be pretty easy it's chalky for me but that's okay they good teams win ball games it's toronto it's the yankees and houston to cover them up again straight betters are profiting every single day and it may be time for us to do the same i mean literally profiting every single day go back we see the receipts we're hitting two or three three or four we are hitting 2 of 3 3 or 4 we have not been able to get the parlays home yesterday the over was just a miss we almost had the full game over i had mentioned that maybe moving to full games again it just seems like when we zig it's the other way don't beat yourself up. The process is good. We're going to get there. Again, If you're when you're single away from hitting it over, it's hard to beat yourself up. I'm just not going to do that. So again, Toronto, New York, and Houston, all those prices, pretty viable. We start, we got the Yankees, tie on over Jeffrey Springs. I just couldn't believe we're getting the Yankees at this price. Tyon's been very good. 3% walk rate on the year. Springs has been okay, but I mean, the load is basically limited, and if anyone's going to tank them, it's going to be the Yankees. I just think we're looking for a little bit of regression here. I hope it's like homerism. I mean, the Yankees are good, and we're expecting a lot from Springs. I can't believe the Yankees are an underdog. Expect that one to switch. The Yankees are going to be a slight favorite by the time we get to game time. Mark, that one up up you'll be able to clip that one on twitter toronto also minus 120 i believe we have like a distinct pitching edge here yes i mentioned chase silteth he's good but we're talking about 10 major league innings he does have a five fip you know listen i like him i do but he's really struggled against lefties i know toronto is not really left-handed but when you're gonna struggle like that with the high accelerated line drive rates and just expect my expectations for, for regression against such good hitters. Against Alec Manoa, who is like a ridiculous bulldog. Yes, the Angels can hit. It's can Toronto. They've been getting up off the mat. I just think this one is a bit of a misprice there i think we'll see this minus 120 move to probably minus 140 as we get a little bit closer again i don't think it's a blowout but i do think toronto gets there we're going to dive into the game really get granular on every single game so if you're not buying the kind of my you know fanciness and that's part of being so early before lineups right a lineup change could absolutely Move how this goes. Well, if trout sitting today, then now, wow, this is a smash, right? Maybe not. Could be the other direction. If, you know, Vlad and Bo are sitting. Who knows? So, again, that's why I like to parlay at a small risk, these early things, because I don't have all the information i'd like before i put legitimate money on it all right last up it's houston i just think this is a, this is the biggest landslide and that's where it's okay to pay a little bit of juice i saw minus i got minus 125 i saw minus 120 this one might move in our favor who knows if people are buying what flex in it is selling verlander legit like cy young candidate right now i spoke about him on the athletic he has been improving the shape of his fastball the tail of his fastball velocity and spin all at his increased age he's the best in the game right now because his iq is just so much higher than everyone else and the seattle team has not been good and flexen's not doing the thing he does which is supposed to be ground balls but we talked about it a little bit before he's missing the sink is not happening and he's been really bad for a sinker pitcher would have a seven percent blast rate 1.9 home runs per nine a 399 x woba 454 expected woba on contact for the season he's gonna get crushed i think i think houston just totally demolishes him so this one's like houston run line houston stack houston team total right if i was one of those guys i generally don't double up bets and stuff like that but i do understand that there are room for that and people do that if you're into kind of fractional betting and stuff again there's a million ways to skin this cat without scratching his butthole as they say and that will do it i'm sorry pack all those together in usual you're gonna find the odds off over plus 500 so we hit one and it's profitable for the week and we could finally put this nightmare behind us each of the last two weeks we were not only just i hate being oh it was one game away from hitting we we're just one game away from hitting we were one game away and it was tied and it was in the ninth inning you know if it happens twice you hope to win two right yeah Trade win one, of course, we hit none. And had you hit two, all of a sudden, this wildly profitable, and it's the same process. And then just the last little feather to think about, like, how one little outcome or bounce or bloop or good piece of defense or bad or good call or bad changes the whole thing. And that's why we don't want to be system hopping something that's very, very, very important. We're up against it. Thanks, everybody. Rate, review, and subscribe to the audio pod. You know, check us back here. We're going to be back at 6 p.m. I'm going to get right to work right now to bring you the fastest show in MLB anywhere. Absolutely Nothing like it, and you're gonna get a very easy chance to win yourself a brand new fitted cap. There's some really sick ones out there. Like I said, don't have to be Yankees. The Nationals have the tricolor one. The Baltimore Orioles have the tricolor one. That's sick. Or if you just want the OG Dodger blue, whatever you want, I got it. Address, size, I'm gonna hook you up. Price is right. Rules on total score on the slate alone, not the early one. 7:05 p.m. on our slate. Closest to the total runs. I'm going to buy you a cap. and going to send it to the crib. And that will do it, everybody. Woo! Man, that was an awesome show, right? And an awesome week. Enjoy the weekend. But I'll catch you in a little bit. Remember? When you work this hard it feels a lot less like luck and we're about to work a lot harder get these tickets across i'm going to the jock market tutorial for everybody if that's what you're into make sure you do not miss the past last like 12 10 or 12 minutes we're gonna be in the jock We're gonna be showing you placing orders using the favorite list and how to circle back to maximize all your limit orders all right that'll do it right at the mark i gotta get out of here everybody i'll see you in a little bit check his later catches on the flip side yo peace